the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. New poll shows voters are still concerned about high gas prices heading into the midterm elections. We get an update from correspondent Bernie Bennett. With the midterm elections less than three weeks away, most voters are still worried about high gasoline prices and give President Biden low marks for his energy policy. The latest Rasmussen Report's online and telephone survey finds that 38% of likely U.S. voters rate Mr. Biden good or excellent for the way he is handling energy policy. 46% rate Mr. Biden poor on the issue. That is Bernie Bennett reporting Russia has been using Iranian drones in Ukraine. Former Israeli ambassador to the U.S., Dr. Michael Oren, says odds are Tehran would not hesitate to use them against Israel. Uh, about 100%. The Iranians are doing this not to help the Russians. They're doing, they've developed these drones to attack us. This is just, you know, a sideline for them. We're probably a way of making money and financing the project. That is Dr. Michael Oren, and this is SRN News. Dennis Prager explains the consequences of a lack of wisdom. When you reject wisdom, you become an idiot. And that's what the secular world has done. It has rejected wisdom. There are some wise individuals, obviously. The world itself, it has rejected wisdom. It has rejected liberty. It has rejected wisdom. It has rejected moral norms. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 11 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot. Hey, check out our October Regnery Book of the Month, which is rigged. How the media, big tech, and the Democrats seized our elections. Sign up to win an autographed copy at Freedom Fan Club at am1280thepatriot.com. Regnery Publishing is a division of Salem Media Group. Your weather today, sunny, high of 79. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 77. Hour one of the Narn with Mitchburg is next. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the show that is making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info, 20.5 years strong, dominating the Twin Cities C-list blogosphere. Old enough to remember when blogosphere was an actual word that meant something here. That's okay, because in this world, it still does. It's where the truth lives on. Five days a week, along with my uh, blog colleagues, Mr. D., uh, Jeff Kuba, and uh, First Ringer, who, by the way, made another entry in the uh, our upcoming uh, series on first, uh, Second and First World War history. Just kind of proud of that whole series here. This could be, you could be hearing more of that uh, in, in coming months here. Anyway, oh yeah, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the radio show that was spawned by that broadcast. A little bit of Narn history coming up here fairly shortly, actually. We'll have to talk about that in coming, uh, in coming days or maybe later on this show. We'll see. At, at any rate, uh, the new guy, Jack Tomzak, uh, comes up at 3 o'clock today. He's the guy who knows where all the bodies are buried in Minnesota politics. Brad Carlson tomorrow from 1 to 3 here on AM 1280, The Patriot. And our good friend King Banyan, heard every Saturday morning from 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Together, we're the Northern Alliance Radio Network doing local red meat conservative talk radio back before it was cool. And we'll be doing it long after as well. Hopefully, it'll always be cool. In fact, it's it's been kind of fun to... To be the underground, to be the counterculture, to be, as we used to say back in the early days of blogging, the new punk rock. And I, I, I think there's that's an entire show that's just waiting to be had here. Anyway, speaking of Jack Tomzak, Jack and I uh, appeared 
earlier on in October, I think it was uh, two weeks ago, at a Liberty Tea Party Patriots meeting. Now, Liberty Tea Party Patriots, Mary Amwa has been running, uh, basically carrying the flag of the Tea Party for ever since the Tea Party was a thing. I mean, we're we're talking one of the big movements of 12, 13 years ago. The Tea Party is still out there. It's still standing up for the sort of Republican ideals that brought a lot of us to the party and to conservatism in the first place. And Jack and I had the privilege of being invited out there to speak a couple of weeks back. And a little bit of background on this. Mary Amlaw uh, called us both and, and asked us to come out and co-host the show out there. Uh, right after Labor Day, she called us and said, you guys want to come out here? Because this was right after that first big, ugly Survey USA poll came out that showed Scott Jensen down by 18 points right after the state fair. And it was a real crestfalling event. Absolutely, absolutely crushed an awful lot of people's spirits out there, which let's let's take ill intent out of uh, out of polling. Let's let's just assume good faith on the part of pollsters. We'll come back to that in a moment here. Uh, certainly, there's there's a good chunk in the, uh, of the Twin Cities media that I think that would very much like to have Republicans look at polling results like that and think, oh, man, forget it. I'm, I'm just going to stay home. It's a known effect. I've talked about this countless times over the last dozen years on this show. The idea of the bandwagon effect is something that was studied by the University of California School of Psychology, the UCLA School of Psychology, back in uh, the 1990s. Uh, they know that bad polling results spread widely throughout the audience cause people, especially people who are less zealously motivated to get out and vote, which doesn't count most of you in this audience. I, I trust you there. But it does actually cause people to, to, to stay home if they're not super motivated to come out. This was measured uh, in 1996 with the Steve Forbes uh, race against Bob Dole. People saw that Steve Forbes was overwhelmingly uh, the, the underdog in the primaries. And they said, oh, I'm not going to go out to the primaries and vote for Steve Forbes then. That hurt. I was a Steve Forbes guy. Anyway, uh, Jack Tomzak had the line of the night. And you can tell him I said so. He had the best line of the whole evening when he said... At the at, towards the end of our presentation, he said, "Look, ladies and gentlemen, and I wish I did a better Jack Tomzak impression than I do, but I don't, so I won't." But Jack Tomzak had the line of the night when he said, "Everybody, there is no poll anywhere out there that you can look at that says Scott Jensen's gonna gonna win. There is no poll that you can look at that will make you feel better about uh, about, about his chance." Now, polls can be wrong. Remember this, polls can be, uh, like, for example, there wasn't a single poll hardly in the country, except for maybe Trafalgar, that showed that Donald Trump was going to win in 2016, and yet he did. There wasn't a single poll in Minnesota that showed Tim Pawlenty was going to beat Skip Humphrey and Tim Penny in 2002, but he did. Polls aren't always reliable, especially here in Minnesota, but Jack was right. At that time, two weeks ago, there was not a single poll anywhere that you could find that showed unalloyed good news or even even remotely good news for Scott Jensen, other than the fact that he may have been close to the margin of error in a couple polls. And Jack's response to that was, your only real hope is to get out and work for your candidate, whoever the candidate is, your, your legislative candidates, if your constitutional officer candidates, for whom the news has been very different and much better for quite some time now, and of course for governor, for governor and lieutenant governor, because whatever the polls are like for attorney general and secretary of state and state auditor, they tend to follow along right behind the, uh, they, they tend to trail the, the top of the ticket, the governor, lieutenant governor race. And so if you don't want to fall into despair, Jack said, thinking about the fact that at that time, two weeks ago, there wasn't a single poll that showed Jensen and Burke ahead of Waltz and Flanagan. The only real antidote to the despair that, that you could feel at that time was to get out and work your tush off for Jensen Burke. And of course, for, for Jim Schultz, for Kim Crockett, for uh, for uh, Ryan Wilson, and of course uh, whoever your local uh, GOP legislators are, what whatever district you're in, get out there and work for them. You have to act like it's the playoffs, and it's the fourth quarter. Inside the two minute warning, you're down by a field goal, maybe four points, and you have to make that up somehow. So it's time to dig in, 
get some character, and fight like H-E double hockey sticks. That was as of two weeks ago. Now, the good news is that there is a poll. Now, as of this past week, the new Alpha News Trafalgar Group poll has, (laughs) wait for this one, folks, Republican Dr. Scott Jensen narrowly, as in whisper-thin narrowly, leading Governor Tim Waltz less than three weeks before the midterm election. We're just barely over two weeks at this point. Nearly 55% of likely Minnesota voters disapprove of President Biden, by the way. This is reading from Alpha News, by the way. Since then, uh, Jensen has turned a deficit of 2.7 points in Trafalgar into a half-point lead. He now leads Governor Waltz 46.3 to 45.8%. Now, that's the good news. In a Trafalgar poll, one Trafalgar poll so far, uh, the the uh, Scott Jensen and Matt Burke are coming out ahead of, of Waltz and Flanagan. There's a bunch of asterisks to this. Nearly 4% of the voters are undecided, and about five, uh, 45 5% of the votes are going to parties that are allied with the far, far left. Uh, for example, there's 1.4 points going to the Independence uh, Alliance, a uh, 1.2 going to Legal Marijuana Now, uh, 0.9 going to legalize cannabis. I'm just 2.6, 3.5, and 0.4 percent going to the social socialist workers party. That's almost four percent. Now keep that in mind for later on here, because if there's anything that we know about voters on the left is that they will fall in line uh, for whatever keeps somebody close to them in power. Here, I could easily see most of those legal marijuana and socialist workers candidate uh, people coming back to the uh, home to the Democrats. So the good news is there's a poll, finally, at long last, and three weeks before the election, showing Jensen Burke ahead, if only by a half a point. And the bad news is, don't you dare let it let you let this get complacent. This is no time to get cocky. Half a point is nothing. Now, I'll say this. On the one hand, This is weird. I cannot recall talking about a poll showing a Republican ahead in a gubernatorial race or any state constitutional office race in Minnesota in the entire time I've been doing this show. Certainly not since 2006. So I guess uh, I guess uh, Tim Pawlenty did pretty well in the polls uh, running right up to an election back then. But that was the last time. That's 16 years ago. If you have of a 29-year, a 20, uh, 32-year-old kid, they were just willing to drive back then. What the heck? If you are 32 years old, you are just learning to drive. If you have kids just learning to drive right now, they weren't born the last time we saw a Republican gubernatorial or state office, uh, state uh, state constitutional office candidate ahead in a poll. And that, that the perhaps the only thing worse than feeling like you're behind is feeling like you're farther ahead than you are and letting up on the effort. Now, this needs, this absolutely has to bring you out and redouble, re-triple your energy in fighting for all the Republican candidates across the board. By the way, the news uh, continues to improve uh, down uh, the ticket here. Jim Schultz ahead of Keith Ellison by five points in the latest Trafalgar poll uh, with Alpha News, with less than 5% undecided. So Jim Schultz, according to this poll, leads by greater than the number of undecideds. So if you trust the polls numbers, and we've talked about that in the past, and we'll come back to polls numbering and how how the polling special sauce works in real life uh, after after we get to take a break here, uh, that's, that's potentially good news with a bunch of caveats. By the way, uh, Kim Crockett's still in a tight race with Sec- uh, Secretary of State Steve Simon, who now leads by two points. Slight increase from his lead in September. Uh, 9% remain undecided in that race. So if uh, Kim Crockett lands a few good punches, that is uh, takeable. And if she wins that race, as I've said before, the Minnesota State Department office will look like the U.S. Embassy in Tehran in the movie Argo, with files being burned and shredded uh, into the wee hours of the morning after Election Day. Uh, By the way, uh, almost a four-point advantage right now for Ryan Wilson, uh, who's beginning to pull away from incumbent Julie Blaha. That would be just glorious. The poll, by the way, has 6% of the votes going to third-party candidates, 9.5% of the voters still saying they are undecided. There has been a bit of a pattern. I say just a tiny little bit of a pattern of undecided voters tending to break towards the Republican Party in previous elections. But this is not a previous election. This is this year. And this is not the polls we were working with in previous elections. This is Trafalgar. Now, 
Why should you beware, perhaps, maybe, sort of, kind of, about the fact that this is a Trafalgar poll as opposed to the traditional Star Tribune Minnesota poll or Survey USA or Triple P or Humphrey Institute poll? Well, we'll talk about that when we come back. Uh, 651-289-4488, the number to call should you care to join us. And I do hope you will. Uh, six, uh, by the way, you can also join us on hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N Show on Twitter, Gab, Parler, MeWe, and Getter. Operators are standing by on all of the usual social media and who knows perhaps i'll be adding truth.com and rumble and and youtube over the next couple weeks there's a lot of stuff coming anyway where was oh yeah northern alliance radio network am 12a the patriot go nowhere we'll be right back Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in minneapolis or standing in awe at the grand canyon we're where you are Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation, and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com if you're a business owner, you've been hit on all sides the last couple of years with supply chain issues, rising costs, short-handed staff, and more. Luckily, some things have gotten even easier, like talking to your customers. Now you can do all your most important daily tasks just by sending a text with Podium's easy messaging tools. Answer customer questions, set appointments, even accept payment all over text. If you're a customer, you know how great that sounds. And if you're a local business owner, you can see how much time that would save no more phone tag voicemail or hold music sign up for podium and let your customers text you get online reviews easier send deals and promotions to your best customers and even collect leads straight from your website who knew that growing your business could be as easy as sending a text join the more than 100,000 businesses who are growing with podium get started for free at podium.com slash prager that's podium.com slash prager podium let's grow Thousands of young people are dying from counterfeit prescription drugs laced with lethal doses of fentanyl. Never take a pill unless it comes from your pharmacist. We lost my 18-year-old son who had a very bright future ahead of him, and it was stolen. Just one counterfeit pill laced with fentanyl can kill. Visit OnePillKilled.org. OnePillKilled.org. OnePillKilled.org to learn more. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the shining spot of red in the sea of dismal, dingy institutional blue. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651 651- 289-4488, the number to call should you care to join us here. Hey, don't forget the Officer Tatum Show, 5 to 8 p.m. every single weekday here on AM 12A, the Patriot. What's the what's the opening theme? Oh, yeah. Whoop, whoop. That's the sound of Officer Tatum. Make sure you check him out every afternoon here on the 1280. Uh, replacing uh, Larry Elder, who's gone on to uh, much bigger and better things. Well, I shouldn't say bigger and better things, but but some pretty darn fun things, producing movies. That, that sounds like fun. That's what I'd like to go on to. After I get doing the uh, done doing the Narn here one of these days, maybe 20, 30 years down the line, start doing movies about subjects I'm particularly interested. Anyway, I hope you can join us. If you can't, that's fine, because this is one of those beautiful days that kind of reminds me, reminds us all why we tough it out here in Minnesota. I'm always amazed if anyone actually does call us on days like this. Uh, so just send us a Twitter or just send us a, a, a social media message on 
any social medium you prefer. Gab, Gab tweet, uh, Twitter, Gab, Parlor, me, we are Getter. The hashtag is N-A-R-N show. That's Narn show, uh, the place to go to find everything you need to know about the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Anyway, so we're talking about the polls and, and uh, a good news, bad news situation. Actually, a little bit of good news, potentially a lot of bad news. The good news is for the first time in 16 years, we've got a poll closely before an election that shows a Republican statewide governor candidate, as well as the other statewide candidates, most of them, uh, either within striking distance or slightly ahead of the uh, the DFL uh, alternatives here. Now, the good news is here we have a poll. Again, Scott Jensen, Matt Burke ahead of uh, Waltz and Flanagan by about a half point. Uh, five points for Jim Schultz over Keith Ellison, who is clearly sweating bullets. We'll talk about why in a moment here. Uh, Ryan Wilson uh, cementing and pulling away right now in the Trafalgar poll. Uh, that's the good news. A bunch of bad news in there, just to keep you sober here, just to keep you from getting cocky. It's the only poll so far. And, and by the way, let's talk about Trafalgar right now. Trafalgar is the only poll that really got 2016 right. It's the only poll that really predicted Donald Trump. And and there's a reason for that. There's at least a theory that the Trafalgar poll's methodology does a better job of getting uh, in touch with Republicans into the sample. There's a theory among pollsters that most pollsters tend to to follow a methodology that, for whatever reason, favors getting in touch with Democrats. Uh, because Democrats are more likely to answer surveys and polls, uh, because Republicans are less likely to to pay attention or to take them seriously or to want to participate. That's one theory. And so the theory after 2016 and after some of the actually some of the elections in 2020, which while Donald Trump didn't win, uh, the Republicans didn't lose in the House and Senate or at the various state level polls as badly as they were expected to, especially here in Minnesota when the smart money had predicted that uh, the Republicans were going to lose the Senate as well as uh, retain a minority status in the House of Representatives. I mean, everyone predicted that except Trafalgar. Now, that's the good news, uh, potentially. The bad news is every polling service seems to have a day in the sun. Uh, Rasmussen poll was nearly alone in calling 2000 and 2004 correctly for George W. Bush. And since then, they've been, uh, they've, they've been sort of trailing. Actually, 2000, 2004 was Rasmussen's year. The year before that, uh, the election before that, 2000, the John Zogby poll. Anybody remember John Zogby? <laughs> exactly. It's been 18 years since anyone's taken them seriously. They've, they've basically become an internal polling agency and uh, sort of a rent-a-poller. Nobody takes Zogby seriously at all anymore. They barely get weighted in any of the big Politico uh, surveys, last I checked. Rasmussen, their secret sauce seems to have hit its shelf date. For whatever reason, they are not considered a big authoritative poll anymore. Quinnipiac had a brief day in the sun probably six, eight years ago. I think probably the the 2000, what was that? Probably the 2012 election was Quinnipiac's year, as I recall. Survey USA, PPP, uh, they all have had their days in the sun and come and gone, especially here in Minnesota. Triple P had a couple good years and then... Who, who knows where they're even at anymore? Survey USA, generally considered good, w- relatively accurate. We'll see. Trafalgar, if, if Trafalgar's special sauce is still within its shelf date, then this could be a very valid poll. But be advised, it's the only one. Looking at the Cook political report, which shows the leanings, uh, basically ca- uh, collects the polling data from quite a number of different polls, runs it through its own special sauce, and it comes up with its own uh, synopsis of the polling. It's good generally for Republicans right now. They're calling uh, right now predicting 27 uh, Republican uh, governorships uh, versus 23 uh, for the Democrats, and that, which is going to be a flip of, I believe, uh, looking here, probably three or four governor's races here, potentially. But over the last two weeks, they have moved the Minnesota uh, governor's race from lean Democrat to likely Democrat, which... They, they they go in order. Lean Democrat, which means probably very likely it's going to be a tight race, probably a point or two for the Democrats to likely, which is probably five points, yeah, three to five points 
by according to their predictions, to what they call solid Democrat, which is 10 or more points, absolutely a blowout, no question about it. Uh, we're talking you know, Gavin Newsom in California, uh, Paulus in Colorado, uh, the Hawaii seat, uh, Illinois, uh, New York, Rhode Island. I mean, solid blue states like that. Uh, they've moved the, the Cook Report, which is generally considered to be a fairly reliable synopsis of polls, moved Minnesota from lean Democrat, you know, from a from a sort of along the lines of Maine and New Mexico, uh, sort of a, a, a scary close race for Democrats to something where they could take a deep breath. Now, that says compared to quite a number of really very solid uh, Republican seats uh, that are that are coming up for election and a couple potential flips. Uh, Arizona uh, looks like a very likely potential flip here and a few others, uh, Nevada, uh, Oregon and uh, Wisconsin and possibly even Kansas look to be uh, very possible flips. If we grab a couple of those, we're going to be back, back to having a fairly solid majority of governors uh, in the Republican Party here in, this, uh, in the United States. That's all to the good news. But Cook is not so bullish on on uh, Jensen and Burke. They have made it a fairly solid-looking race for Tim Waltz. And so Jack Tomczak was right. All goes back to his, his, his remarks at the end of our Liberty Tea Party uh, meeting presentation a couple weeks back. You, you might see a good poll, and we just did. Whether I mean, if you trust Trafalgar's numbers— it's a poll that gives you just enough encouragement to think, okay, there might be some payback on the investment of time and effort and money and energy and, and attitude that you put into these races. Because, boy, believe me, I get it. I've got a lot of friends who have come out and volunteered their hearts out for Republican candidates over the years. Year in, year out, every time they're out there volunteering over and over and over again. And always we come up just outside uh, just outside the uh, off the podium. Uh, I, mean, I mean, 2010 was such a huge heartbreaker for so many people I knew. Where, where the Star Tribune Minnesota poll, back when people still gave it any credit whatsoever, showed Tom Emmer down by nine points. He wound up losing by roughly a half a point, and that was entirely, entirely due to the presence of Tom Horner, a fake Republican, an Arnie Carlson, Dave Durenberger Republican, a socialist in red clothing, well, progressive anyway, in in in, in a rented cheap suit. Uh, and so, by the way, when I see that uh, there are uh, marijuana and socialist candidates that are taking almost four points away from the Democrat right now in the Trafalgar poll, which is, would be enough if they came home, even if even half of them came home to the Democratic Party, uh, that would put waltz over the top if, in fact, this sampling that Trafalgar uses is, in fact, definitively accurate. All I can say is <laughs> sweet revenge for Tom Horner right there. If, 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 if it could be said with any fairness at all that Scott Jensen ends up winning this bad boy due to the presence of a socialist workers candidate and a couple of legal marijuana candidates that took uh, the a percentage of the vote away that could have put him over the top. I will call it square. You have a lot of Democrats who are whining about that endlessly these days. And uh, that will only continue as uh, if if it so happens that Scott Jensen and Matt Burke win this race. And by the way, uh, if we take the attorney general race with Jim Schultz, the uh, state auditor with Ryan Wilson, and Kim Crockett wins the Secretary of State. I mean, the whining will be epic, and there will be an awful lot of people out on suicide watch this coming week, a uh, couple of weeks here. At this, uh, but between now and the end of the year, it's just going to be brutal and awful. And I, I urge you to maintain your compassion for your fellow human being. We've seen some signs. Now, one of the things you need to know about watching polls is the polls they show the public, the Trafalgar, your Survey USA, your Triple P, uh, the other uh, polls that are out there just showing straight up public opinion are things that are put together for public consumption. The actual campaigns are looking at internal polling, your internal polling that is designed to give them the results they need to guide their ad buys, to guide their spending. And there's some signs in there if you want to play amateur tea leaf reader and what do I do on this show but amateurly read the tea leaves, amateurishly read the tea leaves? 
there are some tea leaves that might indicate, I'm going to guess, that the Democrats' internal polling is not nearly as good as they would like to see. Now, I've been calling this for uh, six months now, almost six months, for Angie Craig, uh, saying that she must have some really putrid internal polling because she has been running TV ads since late March, early April at the very latest. And as we noted about a month ago, she's starting to run ads that try to make her look like sort of a moderate. In fact, she had a new flight of ads that came out that said, well, I don't vote 100% with Nancy Pelosi. And I, and, and she did actually, she's got to add with the county county sheriff say, hey, if you don't think she's pro-law and order, you're a liar. Well, the record doesn't lie, uh, ladies and gentlemen here. And the other ads seem to be taking an effect. By the way, Cook is showing that race as a toss-up. Right now, and generally speaking, I think it's fair to say you, if you if Cook says it's a toss-up, there might be another point of two Republicans out there waiting to be found. So, what are some other signs that the The word is out. People are abandoning their overpriced wireless carriers and flocking to Pure Talk for the same 5G coverage, but at a fraction of the price. In fact, the average family saves over $800 a year when switching from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. And switching is so easy. You can keep your phone, keep your number, or get huge discounts on the latest iPhones and Androids. Right now, you can get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month. Or if you still want unlimited data, you can get that and still save a fortune. So make the switch and get the same coverage as the big guys, but at half the price. Go to puretalk.com, type in your address to find the coverage at your home, then enter promo code HALFOFF, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code HALFOFF. Switch to Pure Talk and get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month because Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-884-9018. 800-884-9018. 800-884-9018. That's 800-884-9018. Your heating doesn't need to be spooky this fall. The team at Standard Heating and Air Conditioning are here to craft custom solutions for you and your family. Get ahead of the howling winter weather and take advantage of this month's spooktacular offer and save $1,500 or more on a new furnace and air conditioner combo. The temperature dropping means more time inside. Ask your local sales rep about Standard Heating's indoor air quality solutions and receive $100 in savings on a UV light or electronic air cleaner with your purchase. Now offering 0% financing for qualified buyers, these savings won't be here long. Call now and save $1,500 or more on a new furnace and AC combo. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, a family-owned and operated business. Visit standardheating.com. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, providing the comfort you deserve since 1930. Call Standard Heating to schedule an appointment today. Mention the Patriot. That's standardheating.com. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. Well, you've, you've heard the drill before here. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, Mitch Berg, right now. Jack Tom's out coming up at 3 o'clock. Hey, don't forget the Stand with Israel tour is coming around. This is one of the most popular traditions in the history of, of Salem Communications nationwide. And go find out why. I, I hope to do this one of these years, God willing, and with a tailwind here. Uh, go over to Israel, the Holy Land, with, with some of your favorite uh, Salem radio 
the talent. I mean, this time around, it's going to be Sebastian Gorka and uh, Dinesh D'Souza, who I would love to hang out with for a couple weeks in Israel. I, just to talk with him about his biography of Ronald Reagan he did geez, close to 30 years ago. Still one of the best uh, biographies of the greatest American president of my lifetime. And anyway, Stand With Israel tour. Just go to AM12A, The Patriot. Go hit up the, uh, the Stand With Israel link and... Bada-bing, off you go to the Holy Land, the place you want to be in the middle of uh, December in Minnesota. Israel sounds mighty good if you're a Minnesotan. I'm a North Dakotan native. December in Minnesota is not that big of a deal. Where were we? Oh, yeah, Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. So we're talking about the polling that came in this past week. A Trafalgar Alpha News poll that uh, currently, as of this past week, uh, with a survey of 1,000 Minnesotans, uh, shows uh, show, uh, Jensen Burke, I'm sorry, Matt uh, Matt Burke, Scott Jensen, ahead by a half a point over Governor Klink and uh, Lieutenant Governor, Co-Governor Flanagan. And again, I'm saying, don't get cocky. The good news is there is hope. The bad news is don't get cocky. It's only one poll. The only poll that really matters is coming up two weeks from this coming Tuesday, folks. And uh the time, this is the two-minute warning, and you need to fight like you're down by a field goal, maybe four points at the two-minute warning here. Uh, this, this has got to be a two-minute drill like we have never seen in the conservative movement in this state here. But we'll talk about that later on in the show as well here. Uh, by the way, uh, Jack Tomzak, no doubt, will be doing as well uh, after the top of the hour here. Now, we've been looking at the polls. Let's talk about why I think, personally, my hunch is that the DFL's internal polling is making them feel a little more desperate than they might otherwise uh, feel at this time of the race here. For starters, you're seeing some signs of desperation. I I think these are signs of desperation. You're starting to see some things uh, coming out of the Democratic Party and their handmaidens in the media. And I use that in the full uh, cable TV sense of the term, uh, the, the handmaidens in the media that you don't see outside of cases where the Democrats feel they have something to worry about. And, and I'm going to go to a little bit of Narn history here. One of my favorite moments in 18 and a half years of doing this show came in the 2006 election. Keith Ellison was leaving the Minnesota House and he was going to try and run for Congress in the 5th Congressional District. Normally, you have to be considered a walkover for a DFLer, but... There was a strong challenger, not just from the Republicans, the Independence Party, the the party that Jesse Ventura put on the map for a couple of cycles at any rate, still had major market, uh, sorry, major ballot status. I'm sorry, what am I saying? Oh, yeah, had ballot status as a major party at the time. There we go. That went away not long after that. But uh, the the Independence Party, the Jesse Ventura's party, was still considered a major party, still got on the ballot without having to go out and get petition signatures sort of like the legal marijuana parties do, both of them, the Cannabis Party and the Legal Pot Party. Uh, And so there was a a strong challenge from a very articulate, very, let's just be blunt, photogenic Independence Party candidate. And Keith Ellison may have been more worried than I have ever seen a DFL candidate in the 4th or 5th Congressional Districts ever be. He was sweating bullets. And... And, and sweating bullets when you're a DFLer in the 5th Congressional District is winning by less than 30 points. That's when they start to worry maybe you're losing something. Uh, by the way, Cook says Ilhan Omar it looks like a, looks, looks like a 30-point win. If it comes in less than 30 points, they should be worried, ladies and gentlemen, because that means that uh, that the Democratic Party is is losing a lot of votes in the city that they won't that they won't be able to make up statewide. And so if for some reason C.C. Davis is way overperforming expectations, that is going to devastate the DFL. Well, we'll come back to that perhaps later or perhaps next week. Keith Ellison wasn't anywhere near so sure. Yes, it was a solid DFL district, but the DFL vote was split. The Independence Party drew a lot of Democrats, and Alan Fine was running a pretty decent campaign. He was the endorsed GOP candidate, and you knew that Keith Ellison's internal polling was a little dodgy. When the Star Tribune released a story two, three weeks before the election about a domestic abuse arrest against Alan, Klein, uh, Alan Fine 
from 12 years earlier, 12 years before the election, I believe, in the early 1990s, 12 or 14 years earlier, that painted Alan Fine as kind of a domestic abuser without mentioning that there had been no physical evidence, that the charges were dropped, and that Alan Fine went on to get custody of the child that he had had with the wife that had accused him of domestic abuse, which never happens in Minnesota to this day, and certainly never happened in the early 1990s with men who had even the faintest whiff of of culpability for domestic violence in their record at all. Heck, it was hard enough to get custody if you were a man with an exemplary record back then, and yet Alan Fine got custody. None of that turned up at the start to be in story. Oh, there was plenty of room for fluff. There's plenty of room for, for non-sequitur tangents. And I, I bring up the room because I, I the room in the story because newspapers have a, what's called a budget, a fixed length of column inches. In other words, inch, column widths by inches long in terms of words that they can put into a story. There's only so much space on printed paper. It's not like being online or on the radio. You, you can only fit so much onto a piece of paper. And I got Rochelle Olson on the show, the author of that that story, the, the journalist who wrote that hit piece against Alan Fine. And she, to her credit, came on the show. To her not-so-credit, said, well, the editors said, you only had so much room, I only fit in, I could only fit in what I could fit in. Well, I, I went and edited the story, took out some of the fluff that, that really had nothing to do, there was tangents to the point of the story, and easily fit in. The little clip about Alan Fine being exonerated, being having the charges expunged from his record and charges dropped, expunged the whole nine yards, and the fact that he went on to get custody of his children, which never, ever, 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 ever happened in Minnesota at that time, even for men without domestic abuse records. She had no answer to that. And it's my considered opinion, with all due respect to, to Rochelle Olson, that it was a hatchet job that it was basically a, a political hit uh, by a newsroom that is essentially a DFL PR shop. Well, that was 16 years ago. This past Sunday, the Star Tribune ran a piece headlined, Bad Republican Draft Dodger Pounces on Good Democrat. No, it wasn't literally. No, it literally titled that. It, it Close enough. The, the real uh, piece was entitled, GOP Opponent who never served, criticizes Governor Tim Waltz's exit from the National Guard. The story, I mean, that's an awful, stupid headline. Uh, GOP governor who never served, or GOP opponent who never served, serving in the military is not a qualification to be governor in and of itself. I mean, we're not a military dictatorship. Anyway, it it doesn't get any better. The, the, The piece goes on to interview a veteran of the Minnesota National Guard who was a command sergeant major, the the top non-commissioned officer in a battalion of five to 700 men who served in Tim Waltz's unit after him and said, yeah, he was a great soldier. Uh, When he chose to leave, he had every right to leave. And the piece goes on to report, to to quote from another former chief, uh, I'm sorry, a command sergeant major who served with Waltz who had a considerably more acerbic opinion of the governor. And completely ignored two other people of the same rank or higher who had similar, shall we say, less than flattering opinions of Governor Waltz. Now, I'm going to go on the record this way. I've had people say, you shouldn't be going after his military record. I mean, he served honorably enough, and he left the, the, the Minnesota National Guard under acceptable terms that were by the book. That's fine. I'm not going to riff on the governor and his military service. But I'm sure as heck going to riff on the Minnesota, uh, the, the Star Tribune, ignoring two thirds of the allegations, or 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 uh, quoting the, uh, the 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 command sergeant major who supported uh, the governor, saying yeah, it was probably just uh, contra- oh, the quote is this from Michelle Olson's piece. Eustace Sergeant Eustace uh, claims to the contrary are ill informed and possibly sour grapes by a soldier who was passed over for the promotion to command sergeant major that went to waltz well it's a good theory if you don't pay attention to the actual facts of the story at all 
But of the three people who have come out against Waltz, two of them were also command sergeants major, people who held the same post as Waltz that before he accepted his demotion and retired from the guard. And one of them was the command sergeant major for the Red Bull 34th Infantry Division, which is two levels of hierarchy above Waltz's non-commissioned officer rank. In other words, command sergeant major for a division of fifteen to 20,000 soldiers rather than five to 700. For those of you who are in a military organization, you, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, basically he was the chief enlisted man for a unit of 20,000 rather than 700. So saying that this was someone who just got passed over promotion without explaining the fact that two of the three, well, all three of the, of the, uh, of the critics of Waltz had the same rank or higher is a pretty significant thing to leave out. Don't you think? Why, I certainly do. Uh, more on this. And, in fact, we'll, we'll touch on Keith Ellison's uh, nerves, apparently, what I would consider an apparent state of nerves when we come back, it's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Carrie came to Robinsdale Women's Center battling addiction. She was scared, confused, and felt pressure from the baby's father. She was filled with doubt and fear. She had three abortion appointments scheduled before she met with me. Hi, I'm Victoria, a patient advocate at Robinsdale Women's Center. Recently, Carrie brought her four-month-old baby in for a visit. With tears of joy, she told me she wanted to introduce him to the people that saved his life and helped his mom on a path of self-confidence, self-love, and sobriety. She is thankful every day that God led her to Robbinsdale Women's Center and gave her the resources and encouragement to choose to have her son, Caleb. If it were not for RWC, she said she would still be addicted to drugs and wouldn't be a mom to this adorable baby boy, the love of her life. Donate at rwcinfo.org to help women like Carrie choose life. We are 100% donor-supported. Please visit rwcinfo.org to make a tax-deductible donation today. That's rwcinfo.org. Okay, Mr. and Mrs. Local Business Owner, do you get calls from multiple digital marketing firms trying to sell you the quick fix to your marketing challenges? Maybe you bought the latest tactic that some hotshot sold you and you're wondering where your results are. The problem is you know you need to market your business, but trusting a partner, well, that's been a challenge. Our solution for many local business owners is through our digital marketing solutions, Salem Surround. Salem Surround is unique because we're based on the same guiding principles that Salem Media is. We actually care about our clients and we're accountable to our results. The same care that we deliver our radio content to you is the same we do with all our digital marketing services. So reach out to us at SalemSurround.com today and we'll consult with you about your individual needs and create a customized plan to actually do what you need your investment to do. That's SalemSurround.com, a full-service digital marketing solution for your business. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help the station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. Join our fan club today and you could win our Regnery Book of the Month, Rigged, How the Media, Big Tech, and the Democrats Seized Our Elections by Molly Hemingway. Register to win daily at am1280thepatriot.com. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World, uh, Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Hey, are you looking for an alternative news source that aligns more with your views and values and, more importantly, tells the truth? 
<laughs> that wouldn't that be radical? Uh, especially given what we've been talking about in the last segment here. Well, check out Salem News Channel, providing the most respected and reliable conservative voices out there today. Uh, this is the channel for anyone who loves America and isn't not ashamed to admit it. Every day, Salem News Channel, you hear those values that you need to hear in this world in the way our hosts address the breaking stories you need to hear and the answers to the questions you're looking for. Go to AM12A, the uh, Patriot, click on the Salem News Now channel. How desperate is Governor Waltz trying to be? Ken Martin, uh, the chair of the Minnesota DFL party, uh, came out and said, uh, t- today, that, oh, th- this is how good the Democrats are doing. And by the way, the Alpha poll, the Alpha News poll shows that 55% of Minnesotans disapprove of, of Joe Biden. Now, is that if that's the truth or not? It depends on how much you want to trust uh, the uh, Trafalgar poll. But clearly someone does, because someone out there, Ken Martin, uh, the chairman of the Minnesota DFL, is doing his darndest to, uh, to buff up. Uh, Joe Biden's reputation in Minnesota. He, he tweeted uh, yesterday, on fr- uh, Thursday, actually, uh, under the first 21 months of the Biden administration, Americans have had an increase of $5,000 per person or 7.3% of their income, a, a record increase in personal income, $5,000 above the uh, uh, increase in the average income in the United States. Full stop. That's during a period, by the way, when inflation was well over 8% a year, and it's getting worse. Americans have lost money big time during Democrat rule. That doesn't even talk about the the collapse of your retirement accounts and of your investments out there. And by the way, it's going to get a whole lot worse, unless, of course, you're one of the DFL's plutocrat donors. I, I don't like to play the class card. But it needs to be said, the, D- the people who finance the DFL are doing just fine these days. They profit one way or the other. And I feel like some foaming Trotskyite in saying it, but it's the truth. By the way, one of the other reasons that, that you can see that the, the, the Democrats' internal polls and now some of the external polls are showing dodgy news for the Democrats are some of the advertising and some of the messaging they're putting out there. We've been talking about Angie Craig's messaging for months and months now, how she's switched from nonstop prattle about abortion to two straight ads now, one with her bouncing around Dakota County in in an SUV, a gas-guzzling Jeep with a faint Arkansas accent. I'm told she was actually born in Arkansas, so I'll allow that. Because people were asking me if I'd allow it, naturally. Uh, No, I mean, it's, it's kosher enough, but you don't hear her talking in an Arkansas accent, generally speaking, unless she's trying to appeal to, I don't know, Goodhue County, try to drag some people from the center to the left. And now you've got the, the Dakota County Sheriff coming out and saying, hey, if you don't think she's strong on crime, you're a liar. You're a dirty liar. Well, the record shows otherwise, and that's fine. You can make up your own mind here. But you're seeing Keith Ellison now trying to do things to bolster his law and order image. We talked last week about the suit he brought against Fleet Farm, which shows all the signs of being a purely political artifice, trying to gull the gullible into thinking he's not completely useless when it comes to fighting crime. And and that's really what it is. I mean, he's filing suit against an organization, Mills Fleet Farm, well, it's not Mills anymore, the Fleet Farm chain of stores, that is doomed to fail and probably not even go to trial if it can be shown that Fleet Farm did its statutory duty in reporting the information to the feds and taking back the information from the feds and disqualifying or passing purchases legally according to the procedure. If they did that according to the books and didn't ignore warnings, then this should be dismissed without even going to trial. Or if it goes to trial, it'll be short, it'll be ugly, and Keith Ellison will have egg on his face. One of the other things that, by the way, we've been hearing from Democrats and from the the Democrats' noise machine this past uh, few weeks is how tough on crime Keith Ellison is. Uh, The the ads will say he's never lost a criminal case. Well, he's he's never really tried one. And and this is the one I I find interesting. They've been trying to, to lean on this notion that Jim Schultz, the Republican endorsed candidate for attorney general who is leading by five points in this past week's Trafalgar poll has never prosecuted a case in court. Well, it's true. I don't think he's ever claimed he has. I mean, if if he did, it would be fairly easy to prove that he didn't. 
Likewise, if you are the attorney of record in any sort of litigation, it's fairly easy to prove that you were such. And so I asked this past week on social media, directing my my query to Democrats hither and yon, high and low, all and sundry, you got that list of cases that Keith Ellison has prosecuted? I mean, they will respond, hey, he put Derek Chauvin in prison. Which is true in exactly the same sense that I fixed the plumbing in my bathroom is true. I hired a professional because I'm not a plumber. I don't know how to fix bathroom plumbing up in the ceiling of my kitchen. Same with Keith Ellison. He brought in outside counsel because the criminal division at the attorney general's office is tiny. And he's been trying to bring the, the, the unit back up to strength. But it's tiny and neglected. He says he's hired more uh, a high, high percentage of attorneys. That's right. Because they were down to, I think, one at one point in the criminal division. So they said he, he, he put Derek Chauvin in prison. Well, he hired someone who did it on a fairly open and shut case. I mean, the evidence is all right there on video. Uh, and they said, well, he ran the case. Right, yeah, he ran the case in exactly the way as the MnDOT commissioner runs a road construction project. The manager, the director, the commissioner of the Minnesota Department of Transportation and several layers of management below him manage the project. They don't do the surveying. They don't do the engineering. They don't drive the steamrollers or dig the ditches or run the stripe painter up and down the road. Keith Ellison managed the lawyers that did the actual prosecuting. But if he went into the courtroom, he was just there as an interested spectator. No more. Uh, By the way, they they will say, hey, the Solicitor General of the United States says he brought his experience as a lawyer to bear every day. Well, maybe he did the same way that my manager that I work with brings his experience as an engineer to bear. But he's not doing the engineering. He's doing the managing. So I keep asking. In fact, I'll ask you right now, if you're a Democrat, all right, now, now, if you're a DFLer and you're a supporter of Keith Ellison, Go out on Twitter and show me a list of cases for which Attorney General Keith Ellison, during his career in private practice or any other time in his career, has ever been the prosecutor or the attorney of record in any prosecution of a criminal case. In fact, I'll do you one better. Give me a case where he is on record as having sat at the prosecution table in a courtroom fighting a case of any kind, and I'll concede the point to you. Because from where it looks like to me, looking at, unless that list exists out there, Keith Ellison has exactly the same amount of courtroom prosecutor of record experience that trust fund lawyer Jim Schultz has, as they refer to him. And that ain't a whole heck of a lot. And by the way, it's not necessarily a qualification or a disqualifier for the attorney general because what are they? They're a manager. It's dishonest and disingenuous to suggest that that's a a mark against Jim Schultz. And DFLers need to know it. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. I've been thinking about all the good things I have in this life. A loving family, a great place to work, and a warm place to sleep. James 1.17 says... Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of Lights. Recently, I tried to count up all the good things I've been given. There are too many to count. I am so thankful for our loving Heavenly Father who has unlimited resources to give good gifts to His children. The greatest of all these gifts is what was accomplished at the cross by the Lord Jesus Christ. God has an incredible, sacrificial love that he would send his only son to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God. Eternal life, now that is a gift. I hope you are able to stop and ponder and thank God for all the good things he gives to each one of us. If you have any comments, you can email me at lee at thekingdombuilders.com. That's lee at thekingdombuilders.com. TV news. It's a love-hate relationship. Well, let's be honest, more hate. We agree. That's why we're different. Salem News Channel has assembled the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. Home to Charlie Kirk, Hugh Hewitt, Eric Metaxas, and more. 
There's finally a place on TV for lovers of freedom like you. Watch anytime, on any screen, free, 24-7. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. C.S. Lewis once said, Education without values seems to make man a more clever devil. A Christian education is the solution to this problem and can be yours for half price for your child's first year. TwinCitiesTuitions.com and area schools are working together to make this a reality for families just like yours. Now you can equip your child with the knowledge and moral foundation needed for them to make an impact in today's world. To see the full list of participating half-off tuition institutions, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. AM 1280, The Patriot is double. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.